I'm Bill. And I'm Corey. Welcome back. This is our <clears throat> special edition oh, of our... Uh, Once-in-a-lifetime show. Our Almost. Our Leap Day show for Bill and Corey. And uh, I was uh, trying to figure out, hey, when when's the next Leap Day for the Bill and Corey show? And I kind of looked at it, and it's every leap year, the, the day shifts, the Leap Day shifts five days in the calendar. Okay. So, um, and it's like, okay... So weekdays are seven, five, it'll be 35 times four, it'll be 140 years. And then I realized, no, nah, that's not how it works. Because on the century, oh, yes. on the century, you skip leap year unless it's divisible by 400. Yes. So yes. the next one, the 2100, you don't have a, and then, then it wasn't such easy for math. It was kind of a little harder there. Mm. So it's actually 2148 would be the next Bill and Corey show. Might be a different name by then, so, or, or or it might be just telepathically shot yeah, into your head so, at that time. Could be, and I don't know if there's leap days on Mars, so I don't know, mm. I don't know how that works. Okay, we'll get back to the, the, the real, <laughs> regular scheduled program. The regular scheduled program. <laughs> we had a question come up. Uh, someone who's looking at our online store, mm -hmm. store and our gas. We have a section for gas cabinets, and they had a question on why a specific configured cabinet gas cabinet couldn't be used for acetylene service? Uh, I was, that's a good question. So I, I knew the answer. So <laughs> Luckily, story. they came to the well, right place. Well, we have different variety of cabinets available there. And the, the cabinet that they were looking at, that specific cabinet has a high pressure vent valve option. I'm like, so? Uh, well, acetylene, acetylene, it gets kind of dangerous above 15 psi could go boom and that's that's not a high pressure no that's that's, <laughs> that's not a high pressure high, so a high pressure vent valve is on the cylinder side of the regulator yeah so it could be if you had a cylinder nitrogen could be 2640 psi mm -hmm. you're venting acetylene you're talking eh, a couple hundred but they, it could go we get flames it could go boom something like that and it will, we'll uh, we'll zoom in on uh, on this this is acetylene gauge. This is what goes typically on a brass acetylene regulator for welding. So people who do welding stuff understand this. It's kind of got a red zone above 15 psi. And red means what? That's that's it's bad. bad or good. Okay. That's bad. Red Red's is bad, bad in this case. Okay. So so that's it. You can zoom back out. So uh, yeah. So what what we did was uh, no. We now have and since people had the questions, it's like oh okay maybe we should have a acetylene specific uh, gas cabinet if people are asking about it. So uh, we put one on the online store and you want to show uh, first graphic. So there's different ways of finding things in the online store and I like using the uh, search bar in the upper left. If you start typing acetylene, I did A-C-E-T-Y, then stuff with acetylene in the name is going <laughs> to pop up. As and, do most search bars. Yeah, so they work correctly. You want to go to the next, next slide. And then, uh, okay, so this is the, this gets you a settling gas cabinet with pressure regulator. Uh, that's what we recommend. We've got a recommended safety. It's different features you can pick on the side, recommended safety package and stuff, and then the price will change and stuff. So you want to hit the, the next slide. This will show you the standard configuration. You can click on the hyperlinks, show you the specs on the 1177 cabinet. It has and a nice video that goes with yeah, it. You get a video telling you about gas cabinets. Um, we got the 54, oh, we use a 54 series protocol station, single station manifold. We, we're going to have, we're recommending stainless steel on this. It'll be a 3510A series. 
regulator, 15 PSI max delivery pressure, of course. And we put a flash thruster on there because mm -hmm. you want to protect your equipment yes. from a flashback, which could happen. So you Especially want, to go the, want to go to the next slide. So then this tells you about the recommended safety package. Then you got blue hyperlinks if you want to look at the gas detection. We recommend gas detection in case there's a leak. You've got a shutdown controller and then an ESO valve. And the ESO valve will be on the, uh, typically they're put on the inlet mm -hmm. to shut off the gas source. But that's another bad thing. You don't want to have a quick closing uh, valve on acetylene, it might go boom. Yes. So you put it on the outlet at a low pressure. It'll be 15 PSI, then it's safe to have an ESO valve. Yeah, acetylene, I mean, it, it, is, it is probably one of the most widely, it's a widely used gas, but it is nothing to be, uh, nothing to, you know, yeah. take lightly. Now, do we have a, uh, oh, the next slide. And that shows you some shut other shutdown options, exhaust failure switch that tells you when you lost uh, uh, exhaust, exhaust in the cabinet. Mm -hmm. And then uh, next slide. And this shows the other ones that kind of little accessory things that are kind of nice to have. But they're not, they're operate by them. So there's the magna helic that gives, it's a low pressure gauge, shows you the uh, exhaust awesome. pressure uh, in, your, in your stack. Fusible link option, which is kind of neat. You've got a great video on there. That's if there's a fire in a cabinet. It's like a, it's like a guillotine. Off the air, guillotine shuts off the airflow coming in. And a diffuser plate with filter. That's You put that on the inlet, and that keeps uh, dirt from getting you know, in your cabinet. The dirt. Yeah. Okay, you want to get back to the regular screen? Hey. So uh, so that's for the acetylene. We have other gas-specific uh, mm -hmm. cabinets in there. Which, got, which is a new thing that we've just done. So Yeah, yeah. in the past couple months. So we got uh, two acetylene cabinet, not acetylene, I'm sorry. Hydrogen, we've got uh, for one cylinder, we've got a, a panel in there. It's a 5500 series panel, 5300 series panel, I'm sorry. And then we've got a uh, hydrogen switchover. Mm -hmm. in, for in a two cylinder? For two cylinders. <laughs> Wouldn't want to switch over for uh, a one cylinder. That and then I've got uh, another popular gas we sell in gas cabs is ammonia. Mm -hmm. So I've got a, a, a five valve panel for that. And then I've got a. Uh, Five valve panel for toxic corrosive gases, just in, in general, and then uh, semiconductor grade 9400 series panel for toxic corrosive gases. So you can find that, get ideas about what our uh, what we can offer, and you know, you can buy it. So uh, next question we have is going to be for Corey, mm -hmm. and there's a question the customer is asking about a 3010A, 3810A. I'm sorry, 30. <laughs> 30, did I say 30? 3010. That's, I mean, it's not 8 zero. It's, it's just uh, the potty. sound got jumbled. <laughs> so it's a 3810A, which is our uh, dual stage regulator for ammonia service. Uh, so, oh. And so, yeah, we got so, a 3810. Well, this isn't a, thir this isn't a 38. It's the sister oh, brass it's version. The brass version. Yeah, but it, it, it operates pretty similarly. So, so um, the first thing I thought when I heard it, I was like, oh, he's getting a dual stage regulator for ammonia. And this happens with many gases where the vapor pressure actually is lower than the first stage of the regulator. So, so the purpose of a dual stage, which we talked about a lot, is to get a supply pressure effect from the cylinder as it drops in pressure. It'll raise the delivery pressure and you don't want that. 
However, there are some gases that are, their vapor pressure is already low, like you can't get anything higher than what the first stage is, so the first stage actually does nothing except just let the gas pass through and is actually non-functioning for, for the, you know, the, the, mm -hmm. the best, yeah, it's just non-functioning, it's not doing anything. And of course, a dual stage costs more than a single stage, and I know, I don't, I don't want to upset the bean counters, but I, I really, you know, I don't want to oversell you something you don't need, you know, so, but some people, like you, like Bill is telling me, uh, like these. Well, well so. actually, we'll talk a little bit about yeah. it. Uh, ammonia has got a vapor pressure at room temperature of like 114 PSI, mm -hmm. and the interstage pressure is about, about 350 PSI, mm -hmm. so you're not, you're, it's, yeah, yeah it's you're not doing paying anything. for something you don't need. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of people who buy that. Yeah, there are a lot of people, and, and for whatever reason, people want it and people buy it. But I'm just, you know, just going to, you know, if you want it, hey, more power to you. You can still use it. However, we also have, and we'll grab, grab this guy. Okay. We have actually a specialty regulator, you know, for ammonia because it is a... Uh, oh, you're talking about the dual stage specialty? Uh, let's do this. Dual, yeah. So okay. bring, up the, bring up the graph. Good time. Oh. Uh, do you have the graph for the... Showing the, the regulator selection guide. Oh, no. oh, do you want to do that now? Yeah, well, we, we okay, can tie yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bring up the... Yeah. There. So right. here we go. Here's our regulator selection guide. And we and, and I wish we could promote this more and, and because it's a really handy tool. And as you can see down there, there's ammonia. Oh, and you want to go to the next slide? Next slide. So, oh, actually, there's... Oh, no there we go. Yeah, there we go. Note. Yeah, so we <laughs> just want to highlight this. Some regulators have no recommendation shown. It's because there's no, you know, no appropriate recommendation to be made. And that's because some have low cylinder pressures, and so you don't have to worry about supply pressure effects. So a lot of times you'll see a single stage recommendation, but no dual stage recommendation. Yeah. And that's because, you know, the dual stage isn't going to help you anything more than that. You want to go to the next slide? There, and that's ammonia. And that's and ammonia. And, and this one does have a dual stage, and we'll explain in a little bit. Yeah. So, a, so this is the dual stage ammonia yeah, regulator. Back to the camera. This is the dual stage ammonia regulator. Now, unlike the dual stage here, this one has a first stage pressure of 350. This one is specially made with a 60 psig first stage, and the second stage is you know one to you know, zero to 30 psig delivery pressure. And so, some people want a dual stage. Well, in, yeah, we have one specific customer yeah. that we designed this for, and they buy tons of them. Mm -hmm. But it's it's yeah specific. It's 30 psi delivery pressure, and they. Yeah, they want it. whatever their application is. It's very important to them. Yes. Uh, so yeah. So so this so un unlike most ammonia does have a special dual stage yeah. low pressure dual stage regulator. Now this is what we would recommend for it. This is our thirty six ten A. It's a single stage, and as you can see, it has a cross purge on it, which is for drying it out. So if you you know moisture is the enemy of ammonia, and even the one that yeah. he was doing anhydrous well, it's ammonia. It's also toxic too. It's also so toxic to too. Breathing in ammonia. You don't want to be breathing in ammonia. Ammonia. You got me saying it the wrong <laughs> way. Ammonia. And also, if, if water is in, or moisture, I should say, uh, it will make the ammonia. Uh, you get a little corrosive. Oh, corrosive. And it can, you know, mess with the regulator, shorten your lifespan of your regulator. And, you know, when it gets corroded, it makes it more dangerous to use. And so we recommend it with a cross purge. And this is also a tied diaphragm valve. And what a tied diaphragm valve is, it, it really prevents it from ever getting to the bonnet because it's tied. Well, well actually, what it does is it gives a more positive seal. seal. Yes. So it's like if, you, what's nice is if you get a little bit of corrosion on there, it's going to 
yank it a little harder. So yes. it's going to crush kind of the corrosion. It's going to crush, so. yes. So because it's tied, the diaphragm is yeah. tied, whereas in regular ones, it kind of just sits on top and it gets... kind of floats It kind of floats there and it gets pushed down. Yeah, it's a pressure... Pressure yeah. thing, so the yeah. So this is the one we would recommend for pneumonia, uh, ammonia, <laughs> mm. and <laughs> and and do the and the cross purge in order to yeah. extend the life of your regulator and also to make it safer when you have to you know you know change cylinders. Of course, if you have pneumonia, you should stay home from <laughs> you work. Stay home from work. <laughs> but by the yeah, way, the reason why I keep saying that is t Bill's been saying pneumonia, and finally I said, to him, "You know, you're pronouncing it wrong." And he goes, "I know, I'm doing it on purpose." And I think he was doing it to annoy me, and it finally got to me, and now yeah. I'm saying it wrong. Okay. So, um, uh, the next one, yeah, the next one's another interesting. It's like a history lesson here. So, oh yes, this one's a good show. One. It's not only uh, it's his learn a little, laugh a little. So. We haven't yeah. highlighted scientists in a while. We should probably look to do that more often. Highlight scientists? Okay. Like Benolian? I don't know. But anyways, yeah. go ahead. Okay. So we, we had a question. Someone was uh, looking for a regulator for perfluorobutane at C4F10. And they said, they, oh, they want it with a CGA 668. And I responded back to the person, salesperson who asked me about that. I said, you know, I think that's a typo. It really should be 660 because mm -hmm. that's one of those liquefied gases, refri refrigerant gases. Um, Wait, they are refrigerants. <laughs> well, they're, they're not refrigerants. They're not, they're not oh, <laughs> using in your refrigerator. Well, you used to use ammonia to refrigerate well, back in the day. Yeah, but it's, so this, I don't think you're using pure perfluorobutane. Oh, that's true, that's true. That. So, uh, I was like, that just seemed weird. Maybe they mistyped it. And then I got a thing back. Oh, no, they got this out of our gas data book, which is kind of neat because oh, they downloaded they our used, gas. They our, used it, yes. They downloaded our gas data book, which just put up last year. So I was like, this is great. So I took a look at it. You want to put up the first slide? So there it is, 668. I go, okay, that's just a typo. Yeah, maybe the typo in the book. It's got Multiple 700, typos. <laughs> 700 pages. It's a one-page typo. Yeah. Okay, you want to go to the next page? Oh, look, it's all over the place. It gets the regulator. And I go, that's not a typo. You're not really messing things up, unless you had some rookie handling this page. Mm. So I, uh, I, I got a buddy of mine who works at CGA, who's been in the business for a long time, he used to work for Matheson, and uh, asked him about, hey, what do you know about CGA 668? You can take the graphic away. Uh, and... Uh, my thing about pure fluorobutane. Okay, this connection was originally called a C7C and was assigned to refrigerant gases, which is considered refrigerant gases. This design, the 668 is design is based on the CJ660 valve outlet, but the outlet's bored larger and deeper with a longer and larger nipple to prevent interchangeability with a new connection 666. And he got this out of some note. And then he looked up 666, and he couldn't find anything on 666. <laughs> the, de know. the devil's the CGA. Devil. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, and he said, in uh, CGA 668 was used up to mid-1980s, and it was phased out. There you go. So, that, that, so there are some old CGA fittings that just kind of disappeared. It went in that. So went the way of the dodo bird. And it, there's something that uh, Matheson came up with. Back in the day, people just way long ago, <laughs> back in the day. way 70, 80 years ago, people kind of made up 
spell fitting. It was the Wild West. Yeah, it was the Wild West. And that's why the CGA got together and go, no, 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 we need to make standards on this because then you got someone's gas cylinder, you can't hook it up for your application because it's from proprietary connection and stuff like that. So Matheson came up with, they made up their own. Proprietary connection? Proprietary. They <laughs> <laughs> called it the 665, mm. which is kind of like, and I kind of made one up here. It's kind of like a 660 nut, which is used for uh, ammonia. Mm -hmm. uh, and ammonia's got a large nipple, so it's got, oh, you want to zero in on that? So that's got a, a large diameter hole there because uh, ammonia nipple's bigger, uh, probably for interchangeability things. So we had the nut made with a smaller diameter, and we used a, a 350 nipple, which is flammable. So and if you you know had a custom nut and you had a smaller diameter, you could you could make something. Mm -hmm. And that would be on our. Uh, we use this as a inlet fitting on our manifolds, our multi-station manifolds. The stainless steel ones would have a 665. So the flex hoses you'd hook up. For stainless steel. But we no longer special, use those. We'd no longer use that. We phased that out in the 2000s. And now we use <laughs> the, the, Okay, wow, that was late. So, um, oh, wow, we ran, we ran yeah, we were late long. today. So, yeah, we only got through three questions, so that's, that's fine. That's okay, that leaves some all for the leftovers. Yeah, so we should have, should do a leftover podcast tomorrow, so we'll cover that over and hopefully bring some leftovers in, maybe some tea or coffee or something like that. So. Thanks for tuning in to uh, Bill and Corey show. Tune in again next week for another episode. Set your VCRs.